everybody. Welcome to the Happen Twice podcast. Uh, today I will be talking with the singer-songwriter hailing from the great city of Detroit, Michigan, Mark Whalen. I have been a huge fan of his for the past few years and he is just such a down-to-earth guy. We had some great conversations, talked about his music, talked about his life. So yeah, listen to uh, listen to some of his tunes. You'll hear quite a few of them throughout throughout the show, and uh, enjoy. Thank you. city of Detroit so when did you when did you start doing music uh, has that that always been a thing uh, yeah yeah so I, I grew up in kind of a, a musical household both of my parents um, you know are musicians so uh, yeah I, I started playing music and really fell in love with it at an early age um, I started to get more serious into it in terms of like um, like writing music and like writing my own stuff. Um, I'd say around, probably around high school, like okay. my, my freshman year of high school is when I really started to, uh, you know, write my own stuff yeah. and then get more into it. Cool. So did you start, like, start off playing the guitar? Um, was that Yeah, the, the, the first instrument I learned how to play was the bass, and that was, like, my I played in orchestra, and, uh, right. kind of what I learned on, and then I kind of, you know, transition, it transitions nicely to, uh, you know, guitar and yeah cool so tell me about like what was it like growing up in detroit were you suburbs or like more to the city i've never been there before i've kind of like i know a little bit about it i know there's a really cool like underground uh indie grunge kind of scene so but besides that like just what was it like growing up there personally for you um so i didn't uh grow up in the city of detroit okay. i suburbs um <clears throat> and uh, it was really good. I lived in a quiet, you know, kind of place, and uh, there wasn't uh, wasn't a huge music scene. There, there were bands and stuff, uh, you know, with the what was it called Shane Park in Birmingham. You know, every year we'd have like a battle of the bands and okay. go, but there wasn't a huge music scene. And um, uh, as you know, I. Um, you know, had some friends, you know, we kind of wanted to start a band and stuff like that. You know, we uh, we all ended up going to, uh, or most of us went to Wayne State University, which yeah. is uh, where I go now, I'm in the last year, uh, which is in Detroit. And we were, uh, that was kind of my first, um, you know, time being around like a, a music scene and like having you know like being with your friends uh like when you guys are starting up a band kind of yeah like being able to like you know play at a bunch of different like clubs and yeah. bars and like are you, being... referring, to, are you referring to uh buttermilk boys the squad yeah okay <laughs> so are those like your boys from high school or what 
Yeah, so um, out of the uh, uh, six of us, um, five of them went to, uh, or five of us went to uh, school together, and uh, our drummer, Ben, we met at Wayne State. Okay, nice. Cool. And so did y'all graduate, are y'all 2017 high school grads, or? Yeah. Okay, that's what I am as well, so. Cool. Um, so you kind of you kind of talked a little bit about you grew up in a musical household. So like, one of my questions was, has your family been supportive of you now your music endeavors and all that? So it sounds like definitely that's <laughs> that's part of your culture, kind of. Yeah, I would, I would say so. You know, they're kind of old school. Um, you know, they're, they're both like really phenomenal musicians, but you know, they're not. They never went like the professional route. Yeah, yeah. So, my mom uh, is a school teacher, and my dad works for um, as a judge. And um, okay. you know, uh, so they went. They, they're still great musicians, and, and they're they're super supportive, you know. But you know, they're they're kind of old school in the sense of you know, uh, uh, not totally understanding like you know how artistry works now and like how it works yeah, like so yeah you know like I'm, I'm making decent money and stuff yeah. and they're like how like you know, <laughs> he's, you know they, they, don't, they don't get it you know, they think it's performing live and doing stuff but no they are they are great parents and cool. nice so so tell me a little bit more about the the butter boys um are you guys still together like, do you guys make the music together, or is it you composing the music, um, and y'all just play the shows together, or, or what? Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're we're like I said, we're all like best friends. Um, I live with three other of the uh, the Butternut Boys. Like I said, you know, we've been homies since like some some of even you know middle school. Dude, that's so. <laughs> I feel like that's like rare, honestly. <laughs> that's so well, cool. I, I'm really blessed and really lucky to have this really solid group of, of friends that I've, I've known, uh, that I've known, you know, since I was like 12 years old. Yeah. Um, so like, um, how the group kind of works is, you know, everyone is really, really talented in their own ways. So like, um, the lead guitar player in the, in my band, Colin, um, he's a phenomenal guitar player and he does sessions for a lot of other artists and other bands uh and he also writes his solo music the same way you know i write my solo music and you know my the, the keyboard player malcolm you know he's a rapper and he puts out his own music and um you know does his own thing and um so how it kind of works is i write my own music and I, I put it out on my own i usually record uh all of most of if not all of the parts sometimes um one or the other will come in to do like guitar part that I wrote out that, you know, I'm, I'm, I can't play or, you know, um, that, or, you know, help out with background vocals and stuff like that. But for the majority of the part, I uh, write and record it. Um, and they come and play live, um, which I've been super blessed to have because, you know, like I said, they're my homeboys and, yeah. you know, they're, uh, they're also great musicians. So they fill in and, they fill in for me when we play live and you know we love it and you know they also got their own stuff going on so yeah so y'all are like kind of together but y'all don't like release any music under a group at least at this point but y'all play together and kind of individually has their own 
kind of endeavors going on. Yeah. Okay. We're also so you know we like we're all everyone works and everyone like is going to school so yeah. it's kind of like it's kind of hard to do, do like a lot of stuff as a group you know for sure yeah no i'm working full time and going to school full time right now so it's god bless it's you a grind, man it is a grind like i literally have had no social life since this semester started like yeah um so i did a little bit of research beforehand okay. read a couple articles but you're a music technology major correct you did your research did well yeah. yeah i looked up mark whalen wayne state <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good so like what's that what exactly is that major so it's like um uh audio production okay so uh i picked wayne state because at the time when i was applying for colleges uh i kind of you know i always had like a a really fond interest of of music and stuff and uh i didn't really know what i wanted to go into but i really really loved like the recording process but when i was in high school i loved you know i just yeah. had an case and really shitty like desktop monitors and i just love the idea of like recording stuff and getting like the best sound so at the time there were only three colleges that had um like a, uh like a audio production degree that was a bachelor's degree okay and U of M, which I got tonight. <laughs> I did, University. I did, Dude, that I, school I heard is really... I met some people from that school. That, like, apparently that's it's like insanely hard to get into. It is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> where, where I... This is kind of like a side tangent, but where I grew up... I grew up in like a, you know, a, a very, you know, good good, good place. Yeah. Uh, uh, which had a really... I grew up in uh, a Southfield, Birmingham area. Um and you know they have really really good public education and you know like where i went to high school which was sea home you know it's kind of like either you went to michigan state or you went to U of M. like that was like you you yeah. those were either going to one of them yeah yeah and, um but i really wanted to go into audio production and at the time you know it was U of M, uh western michigan and wayne state and uh like i said didn't get into U of M. Uh, Western was like three hours away and didn't really seem like a good fit. And Wayne State just seemed like the the right spot to go. There's a very thriving art culture and, um, you know, just like a lot of cool stuff going on not too far away from home. And uh, Is it like downtown Detroit or like... Yeah, so it's in like midtown Detroit. So it's like three mile two or three miles north of downtown um but it's in like the midtown area which is kind of like the uh like the hip area you know yeah, like yeah, yeah. a lot of uh a lot of comp- hip area, like a lot of hip bars yeah, you know yeah. a lot of <laughs> all that stuff going on yeah. and um it, you know it, it's really great because um i've learned a hell of a lot not just about like recording stuff but they have a really you know, extensive uh, breadth of, of stuff that they cover, you know, when it... In terms uh, of, like, uh, like class and, and stuff that you're learning, or in terms of, like, uh, like the resources that they offer, like studio and equipment and all that stuff? Honestly, both. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I said, like, the, they do everything from, like, sound designing, like, understanding, like, you know, synthesis and building synthesizers to electrical engineering side of things um which is kind of the the 
heavy stuff that I'm taking right now, which is, um, you know, it, it's kind of like nauseating sometimes to look at you know, a bunch of schematics and learn yeah, how all yeah. that works. But, you know, it's really, really helpful because, you know, you know how to do that stuff. And, you know, they, they also have uh, a really phenomenal studio that, uh, you know, I have access to that, like, never in a million years am I going to have the money to, <laughs> like, own that stuff, you know? Like, well, you know, like, yeah. But. <laughs> well, I guess you're right, but yeah, like yeah. you know, like the 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 mixing console it's is like over crazy equipment and stuff. Yeah. They have they have microphones that are ten thousand dollars each. Oh. You know, like just just stuff that like is so phenomenal to be able to use and like yeah. learn. You know, so it's it's a it's a great great program, and I'm I'm really happy that you know, I ended up here. That's good, man. Um, so, like, how do you make your money off music mostly? Is it through Spotify or uh, SoundCloud or...? Yeah, so so most of it now, because we're, when we were playing live shows, um, shows, you know, the, you know, we would make money from that, and yeah, yeah. we split it, split it up evenly, and, you know, it was a point where we were, you know, uh, playing live pretty regularly, and, you know, making, not great, but, you know, decent money, yeah, yeah. but... Now because of COVID, you know, that's off the table. So right now, you know, I'm, I'm making a little bit of money, you know, with uh, streaming services and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, it's not great, yeah, but, yeah. It, you know, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, like, that's like a common thing that you read and like hear about is that Spotify and like the streaming services, they're not, they're not set up for the artists, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not in the long run. Definitely not. No. Yeah. Things are getting better. Um, the good thing about streaming services is that, you know, it it does give a lot more people a chance to discover you and stuff. So it's like Absolutely. There's, there's pros and cons. I think I think I discovered you through I forgot I think it was like some Spotify curated playlist. I heard happen twice on it. It was like indie indie rock, like new indie rock or like something like that. So do you know how most people discover you or like do you get do you get like analytics from Spotify and stuff like that? Um, yes. Okay. Yeah. Do you use that stuff or take it seriously or? Um Yeah, I guess yes and no. Like yeah. I don't know. I mean like I I gotta say, I'm, you know, gotta say I'm extremely lucky that I was given, like, like a platform to, you know, to, like, Spotify and, um, you know, other places. I mean, you know, I worked really hard on, like, putting music out and putting it out there and trying to get it out and stuff. But, you know, nowadays I really don't pay super close attention to the analytics and stuff. I don't do a lot of, like... um, like marketing stuff, like I'm not on social media a lot, you know, I... Uh, yeah, you can see on your Instagram, like you're not really pushing your your music or anything really like that. It's kind of like... Just yeah. yeah, I mean, I was never super like into that stuff. Like, um, I felt, I always felt kind of weird about it. Um, but not that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, I think you should... Yeah, it's just it's, it's you should be putting it out there, like you know, like be like, fuck yeah, like, listen to my music. You should totally do that. Yeah, um, I was never like, I was all, always like super like shy about everything, and like always felt weird like putting myself out there. <laughs> for, I did for a long time. That's not to say that I just put it on there and was like, yeah, oh, okay. Right. No, I, yeah, yeah. I sent out thousands of emails. You know, yeah. <laughs> when I 
got started like please you know if you if you want to add this to your playlist or please like check out my music yeah, yeah. And stuff like that. I still do that that's like my main way of like trying to I mean I haven't put out music in a while but you know just emailing people trying to just talking to people see you know if they, if they you know fuck with it or you know yeah. like, with it. for sure Have you been approached by any like labels or are you signed with anybody or anything like that? Like what's your experience been with that? Um, so no, I'm not signed. I'm completely independent as of right now. Uh, I would be open to like, um, look into getting signed or something like that. But I'm also like a little bit hyper, like protective of like rights and stuff. For sure. For sure. Like I don't think, unless it was like, a sick deal yeah. it would have to be like a really sick deal for me to like hand over any sort of like master's rights for sure just like that's a big thing to do that's a huge yeah. thing to do yeah and like you know those are the that's kind of like the standard if you sign to like a Capitol Records or like a Sony you know they're kind of expecting like hey we own the masters for like your lifetime you know which is like they can like a lot of people you know yeah, exactly. Like, you know, if, if a, a record company, like, came to you and was like, hey, we'll give you, like, $5 million right this very second. Like, we'll wire it to your account. Yeah, but, yeah. like, you, know, you have to put out, like, three records with us, and we're going to own the masters, and you're not going to make a, a fucking penny until we get that money back. Yeah, yeah. And then we get that money back, you're not going to get that much. Yeah. It's kind of like, you, you, you hear the $5 million before you hear the rest of that stuff. You know, yeah, like... Yeah. For sure. And it's hard not to like. It's, so I, I, I've been in talks with with the, no one big, no one like no Capital Records, no Republic, none of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I have been in talks with a couple different people, like just kind of, and they've all been really great. They've all been like super nice and like there for the right reasons. Yeah. Just kind of saying like, hey, you know, we really, you know, uh, we really like your music, and you know, we want to. Uh, if you're interested, you know, here's kind of what we offer here are some of our deals and here's what we would do. And, uh-huh. um, they were cool. And from a couple different places, you know, I kind of thought about it. I'm still thinking about it, kind of like weighing it over, but, yeah. um, as it stands right now, no, I'm, I'm 100% independent. What, what kind of like draws you to make music? Uh, just like I love the feeling of like playing some chords and like composing and, and writing and like waking up the next morning and listening back to it and being like, man, this sounds pretty pretty dope. You know, like I that's that's that gives me such a great feeling of like creating something. You know, yeah. like just being able to like like hold something and be like, damn, I made this. Yeah, you know. For sure. And like, I couldn't really do that with a lot of other stuff. Like I, I'm terrible at drawing and like, or writing, you know, like I was really, my skills in that field were very poor and music just kind of, <laughs> kind of like came naturally. And it was a, it was a great, it was just a great hobby. And it still is a great hobby. I mean, yeah. like it, it's turning 
much more into a profession now and it's definitely something i want to make a profession whatever it is that i'm doing you know my my goal isn't really like to like uh one day like be like famous or be like a you know a big artist um i wouldn't be opposed to it i think it'd be really cool uh but you know that's not like my end-all goal uh whatever it is that i end up doing um I'm still gonna be writing music for until I'm an old yeah, man. That's your craft. Yeah, it's you know it's fun, and I'm like I said, I'm very lucky and I'm very privileged to be making money from it. Um, but yeah, I would be doing the same thing and working just as hard if I wasn't making money. This probably is like the song that, you know, Omar, you're Mark Whalen, you're the guy who made things you do. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is probably the song that, you know, like maybe was your first big song where people started catching on with the things you do to me. So tell me about that song. Like, what was that like with that picking up some steam and stuff? And you, that was released in 2016, right? 20 i actually messed it up i messed up the date when i entered it on, <laughs> on spotify and i can't change it oh, okay. it was 17 okay, okay but okay. i don't know why, why i change it that's so weird fuck i don't know i, don't know. <laughs> I think i have to take it down to change it and then put it back up and i think i'm just like too lazy and like yeah, yeah. I know. it doesn't it doesn't matter it doesn't too matter, much. Yeah. Yeah, so the things you do, I, I wrote it in high school, and at that time, you know, I was super into, like, the shit that was coming out, which was, like, uh, like, obviously, like, Mac DeMarco was, like, Love Mac, know, of course. Like, super big when I was in high school. Yeah. And, um, He's the guy, for sure. Like, you know, shit like Home Shake and, uh, God, what was Did you know Home Shake was Mac DeMarco's old guitarist in his band? That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, 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 that's pretty sick. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, like, I don't know, just, like, kind of, like, the, the generic, like, um, indie, like, bubble. You know, all, yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Mild High Club, all that, all yeah, that good it, stuff. Yeah. Like, I just love that. And especially as, like, a, a high schooler who, like, had super limited equipment, I think, like, the whole, like, be- uh, like bedroom pop, like, indie aesthetic of like hey you could record this in your bedroom with a couple yeah, mics just put a uh, sick guitar like, <laughs> yeah I think that stuff was like super super appealing to me and like yeah. I'm kind of out of phase with it now I don't really um, listen to as much like that that whole bedroom pop scene uh-huh. much anymore but like you know as a, a high schooler like that kind of image of like hey you can do this like totally like really appealed to me yeah and I did. I recorded that song in my basement. Nice. Um, Dude, that guitar is sick in that song. I'm sure you've heard that so many times, but it rips. Yeah. It's dope. Yeah. And like, you know, like you said, I think that's super cool that you said that. You know, I recorded that whole song with one microphone. Wow. No, with one microphone? Are you serious? Yeah. How'd you do with, the drums? 
They were programmed. Okay. Yeah, nice. a lot of people, <laughs> people always look down on that and, you know, whatever. No, no, that's sick. I, I, there's no way I could have recorded a drum yeah. kit if I wanted to. But like, like I said, like, um, that, that was kind of like my first, like, run or my first go at, like, writing music for myself, I guess. And, uh-huh. like, you know, like I said, it changes over time, but... Um, like you know, I, I was a kid, and you know, you you write about what you know what's relevant to you, and you know, yeah. I was like a high school kid going through high school problems. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I yeah, the vibe I kind of got in like that first on um, what's it, someone to be? Uh, yeah. It's like I get that like kind of like that bedroom pop, like kind of romantic, maybe a little heartbreak uh, in there for sure. Yeah. You know, it's like I said, it's 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 a high school kid writing yeah, about for sure. kind of high school problems, you yeah. know. And uh Did you get your heart yeah. broken or what? No. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back at it now, no. <laughs> oh I, <laughs> I I've been with the same girl since high school. Oh okay, nice. Um it was just kinda like uh you know, you 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 write about what's what's relevant to you at the time. And yeah, what you just tell stories, man. Yeah, sure. and I think I've definitely uh, gotten out of that a little bit. Like as I've kind of progressed as a songwriter, I've really kind of uh, valued, like uh, definitely. I think, and there's there's no right or wrong answer, but I think yeah. me personally, I've kind of like. Um, gotten more into like higher fidelity of recording like i've kind of valued that like the more i listen to uh you know bands like uh like steely dan or like uh, i've been listening to patrice russian a lot both have like like really really phenomenal like production behind them yeah i found that like super interesting and like really really cool to listen to and like i said there's no right or wrong for sure um but i think i've definitely found myself trying to become better at recording and getting a better recording sound and also like the uh composition behind it trying to write stuff that um is a bit more i don't want to say complex because you know i'm not writing anything that's like you know crazy (laughs) And, you know, like trying to kind of re- refine and, uh, you know, better my songwriting capabilities and make yeah. stuff that's a bit more, uh, it's got a bit more meat to it. You know? Yeah. It takes a little bit more, a little bit more energy. Yeah. A little bit more energy, a little bit, uh, uh, you know, a little bit more interesting, I guess I would just say. Yeah. Uh, Cause you know, like I said, I'm, I feel like some people, you know, kind of, I think everybody kind of looks back at their past work and they might cringe a little bit, you know? It's kind of like the same as, like, hearing your voice over, like, a recording. Yeah, or seeing a picture of you, like, six years ago. Exactly. (laughs) You're like, oh, man. Yeah, you're like, what? I looked like that. (laughs) Damn, I had that haircut. Like, that's legit, like, what I look like. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know if you were going to have some long... I feel like every picture I've seen of you, you have, like, long hair. I cut my hair in quarantine. It's a okay. mess for me. Nice. I, I have not changed. Are you growing a mustache or? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> not going to happen. Uh, but, you know, you, you kind of, people kind of, I think everybody looks back at their work and cringes a little bit. And But, you know, 
it's good to kind of look back and look where you were at. And I was like, damn, you know, I wasn't that good of a guitar player. Wasn't that good of a singer. And be like, I'm still proud that, you know, I, I made this work and I at least did this at this stage in my career. Because, you know, you you have your entire life to make whatever you want. So yeah. it's cool to it's cool to look back and be like, you know, for the time I did this and I am proud of this. So like when you made uh, Morning Glory, that seems more just compared to someone to be. It's like more more groovy for sure. Yeah. I'd say. Um, would you Would you agree with that? Like, where is it just kind of like a natural like what you were feeling in the time, just kind of groovy, groovy feels. Yeah, it was. It was like you know. Um, uh, yeah, I, I guess it was just kind of like. A, you know, at the time I was listening to like a ton of like funk music, both like old and new. I am like a lifelong Daft Punk fan. Both like their techno stuff when I was like a kid. Nice. And the like, uh, you know, some of their later stuff in like random access memories. Like that still is like top five, top three even like albums of all time for me. Like I just, I just really fell in love with that record. Um, so, you know, I was listening to them and, like, George Benson and, like, uh, Stevie Wonder and, um, like I said, Patrice Russian and, like, you know, just, like, I really love the idea of, like, getting, just making music that was, like, uh, the shit that you could dance to. Like, I love, I was, like, I'm still am a huge fan of disco. Um, I, you know, I, I love the genre and I love how you can make something that's like interesting and like something something that you can dance to, but you can also incorporate like really interesting like uh, like rhythms yeah. and occasions. Yeah. I feel like that's like that. what like happened twice. Yeah, I feel like happened twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like For sure. you know, I, I don't. I don't want to go out there and say like I did anything like super like crazy or, or, or interesting on, on Morning Boy because it was like just kind of like a um, it, it was still you know kind of like indie rock and kind of like I was still kind of like learning I mean I'm, everyone's always kind of learning you know where they're at and, and, and stuff like that but um, you know I wanted to make some, some stuff that was you know more more dance oriented yeah. more like uh or more synth related stuff that's when I also you know wanted to kind of branch out of just like bass um you know guitar drums and vocals like I kind of wanted to where'd you, know, you record the where'd y'all record uh, Morning Glory or where did you record it uh mostly in my room um at but back, back at home or here or in uh in Detroit there's so at the time of Morning Glory, I was in, I was living in a dorm room at Wayne State. Okay. Um, I recorded most of the stuff there, but for like drums and some vocals, we had like a rehearsal, me and my friends had like a rehearsal space okay. that recorded some stuff in. But nice. it, was, it was a mix of like rehearsal space and uh, dorm room. Nice. 
I'm uh, I'm I'm working on an album right now. Um, was Morning Glory an album or like an official album or was it like a mixtape? I mean, I don't like those definitions. They get so like. I, know, I like, it was it was eight songs, so I think technically you can find it as an album. Okay. It was kind of short, and it also like you know we. I just talked about like you know looking back and kind of cringing at your work. Yeah. Definitely like it, uh, you know the it, it was really rushed and like definitely um, not. I don't know. It was I don't know. It was kind of rushed. And it was kind of short. Right now I'm working on uh, another project that has you know gotten pushed back time and time again because of like COVID and like personal things. So. Yeah. Um, I'm not totally sure when it's going to uh, when it's going to come out. I'm like decently like through most of it. Um, yeah. What's well, that vibe of it? Is it pretty like guitar heavy, like dance? Like, how would you describe it? it? I would say it's a good blend of a lot of stuff. Uh, I feel like it's kind of a generic answer, but um, you're trying to kind of like ex- ex- like you know like show off your show off some range and stuff like that, or like. Yeah, I mean, I think this one has, like, it's definitely, like, has, it's, I would say it's definitely the, 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 the best arranged stuff that I've done. Um, uh, I write a lot of different music, and I've been writing, like, a lot of different music for a lot of different purposes. Uh-huh. And um, But this is the first time I'm kind of putting stuff under, like, a Mark Whalen name yeah. that has like some you know some like really like thought about like string arrangements or horn arrangements or um it's, it's kind of like the widest field stuff that i've done which is you know it feels really good and yeah i've also had uh this is the first project that i've ever put out that i've given myself like hey like there's no deadline like with morning glory there was kind of a deadline yeah you're not like just trying to like push out content or anything like that yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to put anything out yeah and um so I've had all the time in the world to, to, to work on it. Um, so I, I think I'm gonna be very, very excited when it comes out and I'm gonna be really excited for everyone to hear it. Sweet, man, yeah. I'm definitely, me and my friends here, my friends all listen, listen to you as well here, so. <laughs> we're, that means a lot. We're Thank definitely you. excited, yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, cool. Hey, are you Mark Whalen? Uh, yes, I am. Shit, you, you made that song, right? I, the things you do? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's me. That's super fucking vibey, dude. I love it. Oh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, the word around town is that you can't grow a mustache. Is that true? Well, I don't know if that's true. Hold, hold on, let, let me get my boss. Hey, Vinny! Hey, what's up? Guess who's checking out over here? What you got? It's Mark Whalen. Mark Whalen? Uh, that's that kid who made uh, the things you do, right? Yeah, 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 come get a look at him. I don't know if this is really like necessary. I mean, I'm just trying to get a Oh my god. I know, they were right. This kid's face is so smooth. Yeah, how fucking old are you, dude? People make music for uh, a lot of different reasons. Some people like to tell like a personal story, and like they like to tell like their story, whether it be like their, their come up or, you know, like stuff that they've gone through. Yeah. Um, or some people like the you know make music for like the compositional side of, of things and they just really like to uh 
you know, make music, whether it be like instrumentals or, you know, whatever. And um, uh, I don't know, I, I wouldn't say I make music to really tell a specific story. Um, I really like to make music for just like the creation side of things. I yeah. really like the, the, the blend of instruments and, the, and what kind of sound you can get. You know, especially the past four years since I've been in school, I've been in like a really like production heavy side of things. So I find, um, you know, like, when I listen to music, um, you know, I obviously I listen to it and, you know, I, I dissect it in a lot of ways. Um, but I'm never like really turned on or off by like what they're talking about. Like to me, uh, you know, I'll really like a, a song will really grab my attention um, if it has like a really cool sound. Or I'm like, whoa, like how did they get that drum sound? Yeah. Wow, like this sounds like the, the production is like really great. Or like, like man, they they this, this string part. Or like man, this. Yeah. Uh, you know, vocal arrangement is, is great, where like this harmony really makes sense and, and kind of stuff like that. Uh, you know, I find super interesting and I always try to, especially recently, been trying to incorporate that into my music, like trying to write something that is like really, uh, sounds really cool or really catchy or like trying to get a certain sound out of a certain instrument that will really catch people's ears and stuff like yeah. that. You're a man of the sound. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and there's there's nothing wrong with anyone. Like, that's the great thing about music yeah. is you can, you know, you can create whatever you want for whatever reason, and people sure. are allowed to listen to whatever they want for whatever reason they yeah. like. my last this is my last question very very light-hearted question here but <laughs> who is Susan <laughs> um, do you want the <laughs> <laughs> I want, yes I want that <laughs> Neil answer or do you want the uh, do you want do you want the real answer or do you want the right answer I mean I think the real answer. Like, if I had to choose between those two, I want the you real want answer. The yeah. You want the answer? Yeah. No one. Oh. <laughs> no one. <laughs> okay, who is the mythical Susan that was conjured up? Would this be the uh, right answer? Would this be the other? <laughs> the, depending on which choice. So, okay, so I, I'll tell the real story about how that song came about. Okay. Uh, I had written the, the melody and the, the chords and, you know, kind of, I had the, the whole idea for it. And I sat on it for a really long time and never got around to, like, recording, like, an actual version of it. Uh -huh. And I was in kind of, like, crunch time for the album. 
and you know it was there was kind of a deadline coming up and there was a lot of the, the album that I didn't record and I was like shit and 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 for me um, you know kind of like what we were just talking about uh, I'm not the best singer in the world so I usually focus on like the instrumental um, first mm-hmm. and then I do the lyrics like very last thing because I'm not a, I'm not a super song strong singer you know uh, some people that's like you know they'll sit down with a guitar or like a piano and they'll just kind of like you know it's play thing. and and you know they'll sing along right to it and they'll write it there and then they'll add everything else later but for me because I'm not a super song strong singer I'll write do all the instruments and then do the vocals okay and so I I had done the instrumental and I just never got around to either writing lyrics or writing like a vocal part to it and things were kind of in crunch mode and I was like shit what am I going to write about I'm not super interesting of a person <laughs> like what is there like what the fuck am I going to yeah. write about and you know the, the vocal line you know kind of started coming to my head like what what I was you know the, the, the notes to sing I was like what the fuck am I about? and then for some reason that name just kind of popped in my head and it kind of made sense, but um, it's really about nothing. The yeah. songs, it's vague and it's kind of shitty, and it's like it's not really about Susan. anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah. So that that's the real answer. It's yeah. really about. up everybody thank you for tuning in and listening if you made it to the end thank you so much i hope you enjoyed and i will be linking all of mr mark whalen's music below all the songs used uh, all of his socials make sure to give him some follows and support him he is going to be doing some awesome things coming up look out for his new project coming soon and stay tuned for next episode on the happen twice podcast.